They keep you up at night. They haunt you in your dreams. They will always find you. And there is no escape. Welcome to the new mini-series, where each day we will hear the scariest, most horrifying tales from both distributors and suppliers throughout the month of October. This is Promo Horrors, the haunting tales of your nightmare orders, hosted by Taylor Borst and Stephen McFadden. And welcome back to Promo Horrors. I am Stephen McFadden with Perfect Promotions and More, and joining me as always is Taylor Borst with American Solutions for Business. Taylor, how are you? Hello. Great. Um, I'm getting a little nervous, though, Stephen. I still don't know what I'm going to be for Halloween. Normally, mm. I have this figured out way sooner. So yeah, I'll keep it seems very unlike you. I, I know. Like you, you would have already picked it out. and had. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to go either. And actually, what I'm more scared about is we have, if you can believe this, we have 17 kids in our cul-de-sac of six houses. Our neighborhood Gosh. is filled with like hundreds of children. I don't even know how much candy to buy. Um, I was we, on our Facebook page. Someone was like, yeah, we recommend like eight to 10 bags of candy. <laughs> Wait it's a like, second. Oh. You have a Facebook page for your neighborhood? neighborhood? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, dang. Yep. Well, it's you know, if you resource. overbuy, you get to keep all that candy. So, I mean, really, it's a win-win Very no true. matter what. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways, well, you know what's really cool, Taylor, is we also have an awesome sponsor of this podcast, which is we do. Hit? Yes, we, we do. We do. Was that a surprise? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, hit, hit Promotional Products. They have an awesome line called AWS. I'm not sure if you are familiar with it, but if you're looking for awesome ways to provide purpose with your promotional product giving, uh, check out the AWS tab at the top of their page where 5% of all those goods that you purchase go to a variety of awesome charities. So again, go to hitpromo.net. Top of the page, AWS, and once you click those lines, all those products will help contribute back to charity. Awesome, awesome way to incorporate some giving. So with us today, Taylor, I have a, a friend, a special friend, guest of ours, uh, Ben Chazen with Bam Bams. He is VP of sales, pretty much VP of that entire company, I think, because he is everywhere and does everything with them. Ben, how are you today? Hello, Stephen. I am good, thank you. We have known each other a long time, Ben, and I have never yeah. heard the story you're about to tell, and I am excited to hear it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting one for sure. Very cool. So, what you got for us, Ben? Well, we have an order where um, it was a it's a you may know my we do a lot of sports at Bam Bam, so it's mm-hmm. a, a playoff order. I think it happened in 2009 um, for the Montreal Canadiens, and uh, it is a journey through. Uh, uh, many twists and turns through customs, and uh, and uh, it's it's uh, it was a tough one. What uh what were they ordering? They ordered the the roller banner, the rolling nice. non noisemaker banner. And it said it said Go Habs Go on the front, and then it said Home Depot, Reno Depot on the back. They were the sponsor. Was oh, it cool. a pretty big order? Yeah, twenty thousand pieces. So that's like a full wow. uh, stadium full, but it. More giving it more weight is that it was the first game of the first round of the playoffs. Montreal was really good that year, so they were able to order in advance. They clinched real early, um, so it was a very important order. 
Cool. So what what makes this a promo horror story, Ben? It seems like a pretty well, normal, awesome-sized yeah, order. It was, and in fact, we had plenty of time at the beginning. They, ordered, they were able to order 90 days in advance. I think they were the, the number one team that year, uh, so they had lots of time before the first the first round. Um, but, uh, you know, and we, we kind of we, we produced the order. They approved the sample. Everything was fine. Um, and we started to get delays uh, so first, they got, it got delayed at the origin in China. Um, that's like when they just sometimes Chinese Customs or the Port Authority in China, they just come back and they say, oh, your boat's not going to leave this day. It's going to leave however many days later. Uh, mm-hmm. So we lose maybe six days there where everybody's okay. Uh, you know, we still have some padding time. Um, then the boat, maybe 10 days later, the boat is... Uh, is delayed over water. That's That happens too, again, common not nothing that you can prepare for but something that you always pad your timelines for so wind rain whatever so i'm i'm uh you know we're, we're probably down i had originally maybe three weeks padding on this thing uh mm-hmm. plenty of time you know usually i'm okay with 10 days uh, <laughs> so but uh, it's starting to get eat up at this point so it, it you know we've probably now lost half of that padding time um with the overwater delay and the origin delay. So I'm I'm reporting this to the distributor, an old man in Canada. Uh, I forget his name. His name was Harold, but I, I forget what he, he called his company. It was just him. Um, you know, his customer had been the Montreal Canadiens for a long time. Um, so I'd been working with him for maybe a year or so. Uh, and I noticed that he started being, uh, you know, less responsive. You know, I figured he was just thinking, mm-hmm. all right, you know, he, this is just an FYI, no response needed, and everything's fine. Um, so do you have a, do you have a lot of history working with them before? I had worked so this I I'd probably only worked for Bam Bams for four years at this time, so, and I'd worked with him for probably one. Um, okay. So this was probably so he I mean he knew me well enough to to do an important order with me. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't really know him personally. I'd never met him. Um, you know he, he was old, um, so I didn't really have much like, to connect him with at that time. I was probably only. <laughs> 2025 oh, <laughs> 2024 maybe <laughs> um and you know harold he was i think he was about 80 um so oh, okay. uh so I, yeah yeah we knew each other professionally and we talked on the phone about orders so nothing personal i didn't really you know he wasn't my friend or anything so we so you know we moved on harold's not really responding finally um the order arrives at port and there's an inspection at port so this is like a, a perfect storm of mm-hmm. of custom slash uncontrollable delays, um, you know. Generally, we we plan for at least one or two. This was three. Um, so at this point, we're getting and even with the additional padding, we're getting to the point where um, you know we're we're starting to to increase risk of potential you know non delivery or you know overnighting stuff like that. So yeah. So they. Um, Custom says they're going to inspect the package. They need information from us uh, or from Harold. Harold was the, you know, the the importer of record, the constantly. Um, you know, and in importing, there's a shipper, there's the importer, and there's you know the the receiver. Um, and in Canada, mm-hmm. the receiver and the importer have a lot of rights. And I technically at this time was not the shipper. We were using like a freight forwarder. Um, so. Um, so I'm letting Harold know this, and um, I, I can't really get a hold of him. Uh, I, I need him to go to customs as the constantly and provide some 
documents or at least you know establish himself as the point of contact so that we can um Keep you know, provide the, yeah provide yeah. them whatever they need or answer whatever questions they may have and not even if just to express the urgency of the issue because now we're probably like uh, 10 days away from the game the actual and they'd advertise this product you know it was um if it, we were to miss this game it would be you know the end of our reputation in pro sports in sure <laughs> so um and I, I don't really have much way to affect this shipment because the the i'm not i'm not technically the shipper i'm not technically the constantly i'm not technically the receiver so i can't really um uh do anything to this i can't if i contact customs they'll tell me that i don't have the right to to uh to talk to them now in my experience today i, I probably could i could probably get around that these days but uh, at the time you know i had no idea uh and and sure. really just needed harold to get in touch with customs to provide it so i i still i can't get a hold of harold and how many times had you emailed harold at this point um at this point i was probably up to one email a day and at least two phone calls a day oh wow um <laughs> yeah you know so it i wasn't panicked i wasn't really losing time yet right but um you know, I'm starting it, to think things weren't moving though, so you had to get something. Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm yeah. going to need this guy here soon. I know, and you know, I'm, I'm. In the end of the day, I'm thinking to myself, well, it's a, you know, he's got to get this order delivered too. You know, he can't miss a date. Of course, he'll, he's going to get back to me. It's not like he can, he can't, he can't let this thing sit anyway. So I, a couple more go days go by, and I start calling Harold more urgently um, <laughs> to be nice um and i started looking online and through his paperwork and stuff for other people other phone numbers um i finally get a hold of like a relative of his who answered the phone like at his office where he where he never was anyway um and it it, it turned out that harold had died what <laughs> what oh, yeah, so, so harold yes yeah, so harold had been had suffered a heart attack or i, I never really got the exact details um he was old and so this wasn't like a shocking abrupt tragedy he wasn't in very good you know poor he wasn't in very good health originally i'd I'd assume so so i'm thinking to myself okay so uh now i've got no way to to contact customs and uh no way to get a hold of the team um and they do they need the product and they're probably going through the same thing as me calling him trying to find out where the product is yeah Yeah, and he they're you know i don't know if they've learned this information or not um so at this point i'm i'm starting to panic you know getting the owners involved and and uh you know kind of running around with like a chicken with my head cut off So, um, uh, what I, I, there was only one thing that I could do. I had to try to get a hold of the, the Montreal Canadiens. So, um, now Harold was kind of an old school guy. He was pretty careful not to include any contact name, numbers, anything, um, on his paperwork. The, o- the only thing I knew was there was a person at the, at Montreal named Jerome. <laughs> that was it. That was all I had to go on. So, and, and in my mind, and like I said, and knowing what I know today about importing, I might've not had so few options but my in my mind it was like i get a hold of jerome at the montreal canadians or you know this order sits in customs right through the game date and i'm ruined right um so i started calling you know like googled numbers trying to explain myself so i'd get on and i'd get some random person in ticket sales and i would say i gotta find a person named jerome this is urgent this is about your playoff game you know so on and so on and so on um it took, I think, two days of calling people um, to finally. I got a hold of Jerome. 
Oh, you did. Wow. So, um, so I and I and we were. It was almost like we were looking for each other, because of, oh, like really? I said, he, yeah. So, yeah. He, so I said, Jerome, you know, I'm I'm from Bam Bam's. I'm the guy that Harold bought these Rollabanas from. Like I, I don't know what you know about this situation. He's like, oh, you know, thankfully, you finally got a hold of you because we can't get a hold of Harold. And yeah, we, we discussed what happened. And so I said, okay, you know, I, uh, you guys are now the kind of the only people in Canadian Customs who can affect this package so i i kind of need you to to call this person the customs agent and say tell them who you are and and if you could kind of explain to them that this is for the opening day playoff game i kind of found after and more so now that uh you know the local customs office people are generally fans of the teams they're not usually going to want to have you know if, if not for a good reason this is a routine check this wasn't like you know it wasn't unmarked or untested or something this was sure. just a routine inspection they don't want to be the person who ruins an opening you know an opening game so i'm, I'm explaining this to drum i'm like you know don't you can't make demands of customs but you know it'd be good if you could let them know that this is for the opening you know round one playoff game at home that's next saturday or whatever it was uh, wow so uh so yeah so eventually uh jerome was able to get the product out you know begging the customs guy and had maybe like two you know uh, had had maybe one day to get from the port onto the truck to the stadium and then every piece passed out um to everything so it was uh but uh we were able to finally uh to get it delivered get it used and they they used the product they won the game and uh they eventually won that series as well Man, wow. that's crazy. I, I'm trying to think about, um, you know, that first point of contact with the relative, too. I mean, what, were they aware of anything? Or, I mean, obviously well, they, this is such a bizarre situation. Um, yeah, they, they knew they knew that he had, you know, it, it'd be it'd be like, your your family's a little different, Stephen. But for me, like, my, <laughs> my, my family knows vaguely what I do. Right. You know, but if you were, like, asking them, to help if like a, if some you know if somebody called them and asked them to help they would really have no idea so they the the relative knew that he had ongoing business and apparently other people had contacted him about stuff mostly about like payment and stuff but right. um but no they, they couldn't really help me or anything wow. you know they right. were like How i can look through these in? papers yeah it was um you know it was it was kind of impossible for them to to help me and uh but i but i uh the only thing that they, it was actually them who was able to give me the name Jerome. Nice. That's yeah. something. Yeah. I, I mean, mean it, it helped. Help, it helped. Yeah. Helped the whole puzzle come together. That's well, if I didn't have a name, I might not have gotten anywhere with the Canadians. You know, True. it's not like you can just call, ask for a marketing purchaser, you know, as right, a regular right. person. Um, so yeah. not knowing it, I, I think it was, uh, it was pretty good that they did give me that. And Ben, I'm curious, you actually mentioned a couple of times that if if this scenario with customs happened now, you would have treated it differently. Can you explain what you mean? Well, um, not that I would treat it so much differently, but I, I, I wouldn't have let um, me not being the consignee uh, stop me from contacting customs. You know, um, I, I would have called and just said, I represent Harold um, and I'm the gotcha. responsible party for this package. Um, you know, that... 
uh, which, you know, it's, that's true. You know, I was the person who was responsible for customs clearance and everything. Uh, you know, at the time I kind of just said, try, I tried to really like explain in detail who I was. And for, as far as customs was that concerned, ended up hurting you. Yeah. yeah. As far as customs was concerned, my, my name wasn't on the paperwork and that's all that mattered. But you know, it's nowadays, now had I done that, I would have called and just said like, Hey, you know, I, I'm the shipper, you know, this is the freight forwarder that we use. I'm the person of contact for the shipment without, I wouldn't have asked them any questions. I would have just told them. Got it. Nice. Well, so Ben, before we let you go today, we always like to wrap it up with a nice Halloween themed question for you. And we have not prepped you at all for this one, but I'm very curious what your answer is here. Do you believe in ghosts? (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Not specifically related to Harold. I mean, (laughs) Harold Harold never haunted me. I'll I'll lie. I won't lie. He was, uh, he rested in peace. Um, no, Taylor, I don't really, uh, I would say that I think that there's the possibility exists that supernatural things exist, but, uh, and for the most part, I'm, uh, I'm pretty vanilla. I don't believe in ghosts. So you're telling me that if you are home alone, it's 11 PM at night (laughs) and you are hearing some creaky noise upstairs. Um, it doesn't cross your mind. No, that would that wouldn't be my first thought. I, I uh, I'm kind of a math guy. I'd be thinking to myself, you know, what's the percentage probability that that's a ghost? <laughs> you know, I'd calculate that pretty low, and then I'd move on. That's awesome, guys. Well, I appreciate the time and the the story. I mean, it certainly is a a promo horror story. Yeah, never really had 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 one like that. I've been through it all in my 15 years of managing problem orders but this one was uh uh, probably the most panicked i've ever been awesome well before we let everybody go i want to say a special shout out again to hit promotional products check out their aws line if you have any of those uh special projects or 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 clients that are looking for items that kind of give that give back to uh to different charities their aws line gives five percent back to a variety of charities and it's a great uh, way to, to provide some purpose with your promotional product giving Ben Taylor, what a amazing, crazy story. Hope it does not happen to anybody else ever again. No. But but it is something to, to think about. Take care. All right. Thanks, Ben. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you guys for having me. This has been another episode of Promo Horrors. Tune in tomorrow as we hear another nightmare tale from the promotional products industry.